Good morning, K Chapel. Good morning, K Chapel. I'm so happy to be home. And they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us praise the Lord. Let us give him all of our thanksgiving this morning. I was so glad when they said, come into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Anybody else want to wave for the Lord this morning? Are you glad to have activity of your lambs? All right now, you got activity of your limbs. Can you wave for the Lord? Those of you online, can you wave for the Lord this morning? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord! Woo! Oh, yes, Lord! Thank you! Woo. All right, y'all. I'm up. I'm all right this morning. I'm back in Mississippi from being in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm giving God all the praises. Hallelujah. Now let us go before the throne of grace. God, we thank you. We thank you for the rising of the sun. And as the old folks would say, we thank you that our beds were not our cooling board. We thank you for a reasonable portion of health and strength. And you let us put our foot on the floor this morning. You put breath in our bodies this morning. And we are just going to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. And now, Lord, as we enter into this service, we don't, we don't take it for granted. We know that this is a rare opportunity for some people who are not free to serve you. But we're going to say thank you anyway. And now, Lord, let us open our hearts. Let us open our minds. And those that are listening online, let them join us now in serving the true and the living God. Let us give everything that's in our bodies in, in attention to you right now, Lord. Let us lay aside anything that may have happened during this week because we made it this far again. And we have come this far by faith, believing in you, Lord Jesus. Guide us now. Protect us now. Direct us right now, Lord Jesus. And let the words that come forth today to feed our spirits, let us not be so selfish that we keep it to ourselves. But we go out and we tell a dying world that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We lift you, Lord. We praise your holy name. It is in the name of Jesus. And every saint say amen, amen, amen. and amen. Now we're going to give some praises to God right now. Our young people are going to guide us, and we're going to lift our voices together.
scripture for the morning will come from the 78th chapter of Psalms verses 1 through 10 and they read as follows give ear O my people to my law incline your ears to the words of my mouth I will open my mouth in a parable I will utter dark sayings of old which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us we will not hide them from their children showing to the generation to come the prayers of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he had done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation that come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, 
but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law, God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge of protection around our families daily. We say a special prayer for those families that are experiencing storms in their lives and those that have been suffering from the loss of a loved one. Father, we ask that you shine your light on them in a mighty way and remind them that you are our refuge and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. We thank you for the man of God bringing the spoken word this morning. We ask that today's lesson inspire us all to remain faithful in our word of being the type of Christians that you created us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I think I will start out this morning with uh, giving congratulations to our Sunday school superintendent, uh, Dr. Green, raise your hand. Uh, we had a wonderful delegation to the National Baptist Convention Congress in Louisville, Kentucky. And all, let's see, we had the music department was represented. The mission, mission ladies that went, raise your hand. Okay, I, that's right, give them a hand clap of praise. The Urshas. All of the urchins that went, raise your hand. All right, the youth department, all of our youth that went. And, and I tell you, K Chapel showed out. Yeah, superintendent, in a good way, in a good way, uh, uh, in a good way. And, and, and I have to give credit to uh, Minister Warren. Let's give him a hand. This was his first convention. He was with our children. Yeah, all the chaperones, hold up your hand. You made it. You made it. Hallelujah. All right, Pastor, so we didn't let you down. We didn't let you down. Now, we have been given a notice to wear purple this morning, and I didn't have any word that anyone was going to say any special words, but we know that our health ministry always raises to us the issues at hand on a monthly basis. And this month is Alzheimer's um, recognition and looking at what is happening in our communities, and I'm so thankful that our health ministry understands that mental health is a vital part of our total health. Let us give a hand for everyone that wore purple today, recognizing that we are in support of our families that are going through. Now I have to say that I was told another group that likes purple is in the building this morning better known as All Corn at University. 
If you are with the Alcorn delegation and our Alcorn members, would you please stand and let us recognize you this morning. That give them a K Chapel welcome. Welcome to K Chapel. We are so proud that you decided to worship with us today. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, here we go with all of these wonderful announcements. If you have not gotten your ticket for the Nate Ruffin Gaylor celebrating 20 years, you can still go online and get those tickets. Are there any Nate Ruffin committee members that's got tickets? There, there's a hand. You don't have tickets, but you can tell them how to go on. <gasps> I don't think you all, anybody over here, except the people over here that saw that, but it is sold out. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's wonderful. Uh, now, it's time for our state convention preparation, and uh, the youth choir will have its rehearsal starting today on the 25th at 3 p.m. at Greater St. James Missionary Baptist Church. And these rehearsals will be held every Sunday from now on until state convention. Now, if you're wondering when state convention is, state convention will be July 18th through the 20th. And the theme for this year is Reimagining by Bounce Back. That, that's for the youth. That's for the youth. And our overall theme is, and he's going to do that himself in a little bit, okay? All right. Also, the second annual Freedom and Light Gala will take place on July 20th at 6 p.m. At, at the two Mississippi museums. Tickets are available through the General Missionary Baptist State Convention website. So go to that website and order your tickets because you don't want to hear another soul out and you're not in the house. Amen? All right. Now, the last announcement that I will give this morning. No, it's not the last one. At 2.30 this afternoon, and we had already been reminded by Sister Epps in Sunday school, the missionary department, and, and Sister Mary, will you raise your hand? Mayor, Sister Mary Coleman is our state president and is our district president here. She's not here yet. Terry Grace, she's not here. But we, we want Kay Chapel to come back at 2.30. Go eat and come right back. Your attendance will be recorded according to Sister Epps. We get credit by churches for attendance. So K-Chapel, we always want to be on the top. So come back at 2.30. And our final announcement is that on the fifth Sunday in July, and I'm going to ask this young man if he will stand, Reverend Buckley. My daddy, J.B. Harrington, used to say, it's a poor frog that what? In his own pond. This is your pastor. He is going to be recognized on July 30th.
Now I want you to give him a hand clap of praise for sticking with us, leading us, leading our state, getting ready to lead our nation. It's a lot to have a pastor that you can praise. And we're not ashamed of him, right? Amen. Those are our announcements for the morning, and we will be continuously led now in our service. Good morning, K Chapel. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us be joyous and be glad in it. Oh, it's a joyful noise in this house right now. That's why I'm so glad to say, well, it's tithing offering time. This is the time where we all get the opportunity right now to bless the Lord through our giving. Here at K Chapel, we do realize that to fully worship God does include our offering, which are given primarily for three reasons here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. The first reason why we give is the demonstration of our obedience to God's word. The second reason why we give because we just want to give thanks to God for blessing us through all our lives. And the third reason why we give here at Cage Chapel Missionary Baptist Church is simply because we just want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, throughout our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through Cage Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by use of the traditional envelope system. You can mail that in or you can drop it off by the office. You also can use the Cage Chapel app. Now, for those of you that are with us by way of live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your screen. So, how much you give, and whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. God bless you.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. We bless God for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly, exceedingly, exceedingly. That, that, that means you can't stop this praise. Exceedingly glad. I got a praise that just runs over. It just, I, I try to stop it, but I can't stop it. It's just exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. 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 So good to see each of you, my father's children, after not seeing you on last week. Amen. We've been through some. And then some of us still going through. Y'all come on and talk to me if you can. We're continuing to pray for our brothers and sisters, some who are still without power, believe it or not. It's been, it's been a harrowing experience, and we want to lift up our brothers and our sisters in the metro area and surrounding areas who have been impacted by the storm, whose electricity is still being recovered and restored. We do lift up those workers who are working in unusual circumstances. Amen. We pray that all continues to get right. And we pray that it gets a little bit faster. Amen. Just a little bit faster. <laughs> amen. We'll get to that later. Say amen for these young people. Yeah. 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 I, I, I want to do that because they, they've been gone all week. They've been gone all week. And let me do something else. Every chaperone that went on that trip, stand up. Every chaperone. Every chaperone. Yeah, yeah. Listen, when we, when those children left on Sunday, well, I guess it was early Monday morning, but Sunday night here from the church, and I looked at the chaperones and prayed with the chaperones, I knew they were in good hands. Amen. And I, I could go home and sleep knowing that they were in good hands. Amen. But got the reports and got the pictures, and they had an awesome time. They represented not only Cade Chapel well, they represented the kingdom of God well. Amen. And for that, we praise God for them. Thank you, young people. Some of them, this was their first experience going on a trip of this nature, and I'm told that they did well. Amen. And so we're grateful again to our youth department, our youth leader, Ken Brown. We thank you for your leadership. And then for our assistant leaders, for all the parts that you played to make sure that they got to their destinations and back and get back well. Amen. Now, uh, listen, young people, I, I need your help on one thing. Um, tell you what, tell you what, let's do the right hand of fellowship and then I'll come back to the young people, okay? We have some, our new members we want to give the right hand of fellowship to. Let's go ahead and bring them up. Say amen for our new members, Corey Marcus Gentry Jr., Marlon Jackson, Whitney Jackson, Cynthia Carmel Perry, Madeline Cannon. Madeline Cannon, okay, that's all. God bless you. If you're here, won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? Let's give them the right hand of fellowship. 
Amen. What a fellowship. say amen again. Y'all may be seated. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Now, I'm going to need some help from our young people. I'm going to need some help. I'm going to talk to them, but I'm going to talk to you. Is that all right? I'm going to talk to them, but I'm talking to you too. All right? All right? All right? Young people, how you doing? Good, good, good. Got a little trivia question for you. Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my. Let's see, let's see. I want someone well, I'm going to turn it this way and see if you can tell me what this book is. Anybody? And the what? A hymn book. What's your name? And how old are you? 17 years old. And you say it's the what? The hymn book. She says the hymn book. The hymnal. All right, very good, very good, very good. You recognize it from, the, from its back, huh? Very good, very good. So this is the hymnal. All right, so if that's the hymnal, then what is this? Huh? Diary? Bible? Guess what? It's a hymnal too. Yeah. See, all, <laughs> they, they, they know these because, because a lot, so if you're a millennial, you grew up with the red hymnal. But, but if you generation, you know, boomers and everybody else, you probably grew up with the green hymnal, right? These are, these are books, and guess what, y'all? See, before we had the, 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 the words on the projection screens, we would take these out of our seats, is that all right? And we would stand here with our hymn books and we would sing the songs from the hymnal rather than from the projector. 
okay? And look, it's got the words there, it's got the music there, the musicians, they would be playing the music, and we would be singing the words from the hymnal, okay? Now, guess what? I'll show you one more, two more things. Now, this little rascal here, this one's called, they, they, they know this one too. This is a hymnal too. It's called the Gospel Pearls, okay? And all of these are published by the National Baptist Convention. These are our hymn books, okay? Hymn books of our denomination, okay? All of these have lyrics and music to them. But I want to show you one last one. This one is also published by National Baptist. You see how small it is? This was published in 1906. There's a whole other thing there, don't you think? Published in 1906, okay? And in this hymnal, guess what? There's no music. It's just words. Just words. In other words, you had to know the music. They would give you the words, but you kind of had to know the music. So this morning, we're starting a new series, a new sermon series called Summer of Songs. Summer of Songs. And we're basing this out of the book of Psalms in the Bible because Psalms is really a kind of hymn book. It doesn't have any music to it. It only has words like this one, just words, right? And those words were originally poetry, but later on, the Jews put music to it and they began singing these songs in different circumstances. Whether they were going to worship, they would sing some of these hymns, they would sing songs, if they were going to praise, they would sing these different hymns. And so this morning, we're gonna start this series and these associate ministers, all these associate ministers have been given a different psalm to preach from during this month, during the next month too. And it's the summer of songs and the music staff is gonna help us out because we're gonna get back to some of these hymns. You want to pull out some of these hymns. Yeah, you like that? She liked that. She said, yeah, I like that. We want to pull out some of these hymns. And, and also, the songs that we sing, we want to look at them and, and get the biblical understanding of them, the biblical reference. Because many of our songs are scripture songs. Some of them aren't. But many of them are. Okay? And so get ready and get ready for the summer of songs. Amen? Amen. This morning, this morning we have Reverend Joe Redman, who's going to kick off our summer of songs. Say amen. 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 Let me kick off our summer of songs so you pray for him as he begins to lead us in this summer of songs experience. Reverend Powell, won't you come down for the ministry of one? Good morning, K Chapel. Let me get all this together. Second Kings, the twentieth chapter, fifth verse says, "This is what the Lord, 
the God of your father David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. Let us continue to pray for all of our bereaved families. We ask that you pray for the right, the love, and Jackson families. Sister Candace Love Jackson lost her aunt, Mrs. Dorothy Maxine Funches. The service for Ms. Funches will be held on Tuesday, June 27th in Inglewood, California. We have still in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Brother Ira Roberts, Deaconess Minnie Ellis, and Brother Benny Lowry. We have recovering at home, Sister Sarah Cooper, Reverend Michael Jones, Brother Charles Hodge, Brother Lee Ewing, Brother Joe Lowry, Sister Jackie Simmons, Sister Gloria Greer, Miss Jessie Lee, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Sister Bonnie Scott, Brother Jeff Simmons, Sister Irene Shepherd, Sister Deborah Ledbetter, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother Kelvin Roselle, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Jr., Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, Brother Sammy Henderson, Sister Dorothy Jones, Brother Jerome Thompson, and Brother Kavari Collins. We have asking coming for prayer, Kaz Smith, Mrs. Janet Sherrod, Mrs. Carolyn Jackson of Montgomery, Alabama, and also Sister Aggie Duvall is asking for prayer for her son, Mr. Reginald Duvall, who is recovering from major surgery in Houston, Texas. And I also have a card here that says, thank you for your service during our time of need. May God continue to bless our church. This is from Brother Essie and Christine Hill and also Sister Faye Clark. And as I always say, during your travels during the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen. Amen.
Our Father, which art in heaven, we come to you today in humble submission. Lord, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we thank you for allowing us to assemble ourselves together. So that, Lord, that we will have a better understanding of thine word. But then, dear Lord, let us go out and spread your gospel everywhere that we go, that the light that's in us may shine, that all mankind may see your good works through us. We thank you, dear Lord, for this day, and we praise your holy name. These precious prayers, we do pray them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us all say amen. amen. Let us give honor to God first. To our pastor, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley. To Pastor Emeritus, Reverend Dr. Horace L. Buckley to all the members of the clergy, first ladies, and to all the boys, and to music staff, and to all of you. We give honor to God, and we praise God for you. We thank the children today for such beautiful songs. And today is a good day for them to be here because of this passage of scripture. But some of the parents were here. But before I go any further, I want to do what I was taught as a boy by my mother. And that's when somebody does something for you, you return it. Brother Bruce, thank you. My Gotham buddy, he played with us in Detroit. He played with, they played with me in the Nate Ruffin Scholarship Tournament, and I invited them, which Detroit is here most of the time, just quietly in the back, but uh, he's here. But Brother Bruce said he would come and be with us, and, and also there are some Braves, I believe, here today, and we thank you, Braves, for being here today. So God bless you and God keep you. If you will, you heard it earlier, but if you will, turn to Psalms number 78 versus, oh, one other thing. Got a couple of my baby boys. Raise your hand, little Joe. A couple of his buddies here that be with him. But Kofi, little Danny, they're here visiting with us. Otherwise, they probably would be at their church, but I know my baby boy, little Joe, had something to do with that. So thank you, little Joe, for doing that, for inviting them. Little Joe, that's little Joe. I'm big Joe, but he's a little taller, but <laughs> he's little Joe. <laughs> Give ear, oh my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known. And our fathers have told us we will not hide them 
from their children. Showing the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. For he has established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generations to come might know them, even the, ch gener the children which should be born, unto and arise and declare to them thy children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn, stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their hearts aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God, the children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. You may be seated. If I can, just for a little while, if I can speak from a title, won't he do it? This is not W-A-N-T, this is W-O-N-T. Something that's consistent. Something that happens at all times. Won't he do it? It's a proven fact that God will help and protect his people. But there are some prerequisite. And just before we go there, let us talk about the author is believed to be Asaph. And this is called a masculine. Now what is that? This is a song of instruction. What Asaph is doing here He's telling the people, Brother Pat, to sing what you mean, mean what you sing. He's saying that to familiarize yourself with this, we're going to put this in a song. And if you say it over and over, then you'll know it yourself. And it will have instruction. We don't want you to forget the words of what God has done. Asap now is the music director. He's not to preach, he's not to preach, but God tells us all to go and spread the gospel. I remember just a couple weeks ago, the chief, the, 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 the sheriff, Sheriff Jones spoke here, and he talked about spreading the word. He said, communicate and spread the word. And this is what this congregation is to do. But they are not to, after they learn the words, not to just keep them for themselves. They are to go out and spread the word. But they are, first of all, 
to know it for themselves. Taught a few years ago that uh, you can't lead where you don't go. I was taught that you can't teach what you don't know. So you need to learn it for yourself. Asaph says here, give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. He's saying play, pay closely attention to what is said. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark saying of old. This doesn't mean that it's complicated, but you are to take it real serious. It happens and it happened in time past. And, and, and there's some type of saying, Reverend Buckley, about if you don't remember something about your past, you're what bound, you, if you forget, you're bound to repeat it. We don't want to repeat what happened or let something happen to us that's happened in the past that is bad, which we have heard and known our fathers have told us. It was passed on to them, but others did not. We will not hide them. Listen to this. We will not hide them from thy children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. They're going to pass it on to, he's saying, pass it on to what God has done for us, what God is doing now for us, and what God is going to do for genera uh, future generation if they hold on to God's unchanging hands. We will, for he has established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. When I hear about what he done for Jacob, reminds me of when Jacob wrestled with an angel all night long. Wouldn't let him go. The angel said, it's, it's, it's about daybreak now. Let me go. Jacob says, I will not let you go until you bless me. Although Jacob got his hip knocked out of socket, but he still got his blessing. Sometimes you may get knocked around. Sometimes you may get slapped around. But hold on. You know, uh, I've been taught that quitters uh, don't win. And winners and, and quitters don't win, and, 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 and if, you, if, you, if you don't hold on, you can't win. I was taught that. The generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born. This is the unborn, that they may know them. Who should arise and declare to them, thy children? that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, keeping his commandments, all of his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, stubborn, a stubborn and a rebellious generation. These were stiff-necked folks. 
They wouldn't praise God no matter what. We're going to get to that in just a little bit. They wouldn't give him the praise. They wouldn't give him the honor from which he deserved. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day about. What it says here is that they had enough equipment to fight with, but they turned their backs on the brethren. They turned and they ran. They were coward soldiers. They wouldn't stay in the battle and they heated about. You know, sometimes people tell you that uh, they'll be with you. But when soon as things get tough, now I don't know how true this is, but this is what I was told. I'm just repeating what I was told. They say even when Dr. King was marching and he was in the northern states and he asked some people, they was with him and cheering him on and he asked some people to go down south to Mississippi with him. And uh, they told him, Dr. King, we'll go as far as Memphis, but we ain't going to Hadersburg, Mississippi. People will tell you that they're with you until the time comes, but God tells ASAP, he's speaking on behalf of God, is to tell his people to stay in the fight. Don't turn around. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. What happened here? When the people was taken down to Egypt, taken in captivity, God saw them, and he saw them as his people. Sent a word to tell Moses, I mean, tell tell. Tell the Egyptian pharaoh king to let his people go. Sent by Moses. And Pharaoh wouldn't let his people go. God saw the hurt and he saw the pain in them just like he's seeing us. Or just like he saw in us during the slavery time. We're going to end up there. And God caused all kinds of things to happen. He caused the river to go into blood. He sent all kinds of diseases. The cows, the cow that was in the field died. And then God made a way for him. Won't he do it? He opened up the Red Sea where they could go across. And then when God was guiding them, he used fire, a pillar of fire by night, a cloud by day and he gave them angel food but the people still wasn't satisfied they mumbled Philippians 2 and 14 said do everything without murmuring they mumbled they complained about the water about this and about that so what God did about the water he opened the rock and caused it to flood. That wasn't enough. They complained about that. This food you're giving us, we want something else. We want some flesh. Read it here. 
It's in these verses. We want some flesh. So what God did then, he caused a wind from the east and a wind from the south to get together and send some quails to them. They had complained, say, you brought water out of a rock. Can't you fix us a table here in the wilderness that we can eat some meat from? No matter what God did, they complained. Complaint, complaint after complaint until God got angry about the complaining. And then God let some things happen to him. What he did was he took some other men that looked like they were healthy men, looked like Mr. USA of some sort, looked real good, looked like they were real healthy, caused them to die. Not only that, but people who had influence in the community, he caused them to die. And then not only that, but there was some priests he let die as well for going along with this junk, for taking on this mess themselves. Here God is. He done blessed them all kinds of ways, gave them everything they needed. But still, they were not satisfied. So God did. He went to sleep on them for a while. It is said as if he were asleep. He wasn't really asleep, but he let all kinds of calamity come upon them. And later on, because they were his people, it says that he awakened from like being in a deep sleep. And he says, I've let some things happen to some of the people, but I'm not going to let it happen to them all. And then God began to bless them. He began to let them live. And he gave them a quality of life. But pastor, I would be remiss in my much speaking if I didn't go from that time to this time. If I can just fast forward this thing to 2023 and tell you that's why I said I was glad that the children are here. We too need to teach our children, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren of what we went through. You know, we have some songs too. He was talking to the Israelites then. He was saying to teach your children. Teach them when you are in your homes, whatever setting you are in, teach your children what you have gone through so that you won't go through it again. But not only that, don't, since you have gone and been in slavery, don't enslave yourself with things. Don't enslave yourself with material things, cars and houses, jewelry, things you can't afford. I have freed you. Listen to this. And these were Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, starting at the sixth verse. And these words which I command this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shall not talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, 
and when and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and that and thou shalt write them upon the post of thine house and thine gates. He's telling us to teach our children what the Fannie Lou Hamers and the Dr. Kings and the Mega Everest and to some who are not known. When you see a great tower, if it's still standing and if it's, if it's sturdy, there's got to be a good foundation. Some of the people who helped prop up Dr. King and the Mega Everest, you hadn't heard of them. Some of the people, like the late Dr. Green's daddy, Mr. Coleman, who worked in the field, the Abe Singleton of Floral, who worked in the field, Miss Merritt, who signed me up to vote when I turned 18 years old, and to speak of a few others, there is the Robert Clark of Ebenezer, Mississippi, and someone I'm pretty familiar with, who was my counsel in junior high school, the Reverend Dr. H.L. Buckley, the time he spent time in the Congress. Don't you know these people had to go through some? And not only that, but uh, my mother, the late Atline Gibbs Redmond Harris. When I was coming up in the Mississippi Delta, Daddy died when I was about 12 years old. And uh, this owner of this sharecropper came and told my mother, he said to her, Atline, my cotton is in the field and your children are going to school and uh, my cotton needs to come out of the field. My mother told him, she said, Mr. Smith, your grandchildren go to school. My children need to go to school and get an education as well. He says to her, he said, Adeline, if you don't put those children in the cotton fields to get my, cotton, my crop out, you are going to have to move. My mother stood there. There are some strong women, you know. My mother stood there and said, my children are going to school. My children are going to get an education. You need to tell your children about some of the things that happened to your foreparents so they'll know, too, to go to school, get an education, be honest about it, tell their children that don't enslave yourselves to the things of the world. That was for the Israelites. This is for us. Don't allow yourself to get trapped in these situations where things look good, but they are not good. And if you do the things that God tells you to do, he'll take you from the cotton field to the White House. I saw him myself. The little five-year-old boy said, I see it with my own eyes. I saw him take a man of color and make him the president of these United States of America. And some like about five years later, he took a woman of color and made her vice president. 
of these United States. Won't he do it? If you need him, fall on him. He'll do it. Yes, he may not come right then when you want him to, but God is an on-time God. Won't he hear your prayer? Won't he lift you up? Maybe you got a bow down head. Maybe you're dealing with some type of physical ailment, but God will bring you through it. Your money may be a comedian. It may be a little funny right now, but God will bring you through it. You may have been poor, but God will make you spiritually rich. Won't he do it? Won't he answer prayers? I stand here as a testimony, say he'll do it just like he did it for others. Why to do it for you? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. God bless you. God keep you. May his face forever shine upon you. The door's open. The door's open. Your main name may not be on a church road, but the door's open. For those of you who are watching us on live screen, there's a number that you can call. The door's open to you as well. Won't he do it? He did it for me, the songwriter said. He'll do it for you. The doors are open. They are open. God bless you. Is there someone right now before we serve the Holy Sacraments that may need praying for right now and just need a prayer and feel comfortable with somebody praying for you, praying with you? The doors are open. He'll do it. Won't he do it? I know I got some classmates on that. I know I got some classmates saying that he'll do it. The door's open. Always remember. Remember Jesus. Jesus. Always remember Jesus, Jesus. Always keep him on your mind. Always remember. He loves you. Jesus loves you. Always remember. Yes, Lord. Jesus loves you. And he cares about you. Always keep him on your mind always remember Jesus Jesus always 
teach your children Jesus. Jesus. Always keep him on your mind. Never forget him. Mm, always keep him on your mind. Always keep him on your mind. Let the church say amen. Thank you, Reverend Redmond, for this first sermon in the sermon, sermon of our songs. Psalm 78 is a psalm of remembrance, instruction, remembrance. Instruct your children to remember. Teach them to remember. As we prepare now for this celebration of this, the Lord's Supper. Let's make sure that our children know who Jesus is. Always remember. Jesus is the Son of God. Always remember that he died on a cross for our sins. Always remember that Jesus was not guilty, but he took on the guilt of the world. Always remember that they nailed him to a cross. They put nails in his hands and nails in his feet. They put a spear in his side and a crown of thorns upon his head. Always remember. Always remember that he died. He gave his life so that we might have life. Here's the good news, y'all. He didn't stay dead. They put him in a grave and they thought it was over. They rolled a stone in front of the tomb. They thought it was done had it sealed and they were sure that nothing would happen of this movement by this man named Jesus. But early Sunday morning, <laughs> early Sunday morning, Jesus got up. That's why you hear this woman shouting right now. Because we remember what Jesus did for us. Not just on a hill called Calvary. But early one Sunday morning, he rose with all power in heaven and earth in his hands. And we eat this bread and we drink of this cup because we remember. And for our children, children who have yet to come to the place of faith, children who have yet to say yes to Jesus Christ, one day that will be your testimony too. One day that will be your shout. One day the tears will come crying, rolling down your cheeks because you will know what Jesus did for you. 
But until that time, we need to teach our children. Tell the story. Tell them what he did. And remind them that if he did it then, oh, he'll do it. Won't he? He will do it. He'll do for you all that he needs. Does everyone have elements? Does anyone need to be served? There's some hands here. There's some hands here. There's some hands here. There's one hand back here. balcony? Anyone in the balcony? Need two, three? No, we're good? We're good. We're good. We're good. Thank you. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, break it, and blessed it, and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they finished, they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.